Blessed feast day to one and all here. All Saints Day goes back a long way in the church. And as I always say about uh, our celebrations and feasts and readings, there's a, a lot we could say, especially with this one. It's rich and beautiful, and it's one of my favorite days all year. I just love All Saints Day. And so I suppose to pick something of a way to, to get at uh, one way among dozens, we could talk about what it means and why it matters. Maybe I'll land on this by way of something of a personal anecdote about myself, which maybe you are or not aware of about my life. It goes kind of like this. I have a, um, a sort of fascination, always have had, with very large farm machines. You might not have known that, right? So now you know. So a little kid all the way till now, harvesters, combines, big planters, big tractors, I just find them really interesting even to the point where, like today, if I'm driving around this time of the year and I come upon a field and there is a harvester out there, I will, I will stop and I will watch because it's just great entertainment for me. So that's, well, that's me. So anyway, so favorite time of the year for me, right? I get to watch these big machines in action. And part of why I like them, among other reasons, is because I love to kind of sit this time of the year as I go along the fields and to contemplate the grand harvest that is out there in the, our crops all around us. So the beans a little earlier, wheat way earlier in the season, you know, August, late July, and right now the corn. So just acres and acres of golden plants just full and teeming with all of these seeds, all of this harvest. And to sit at the edge of a field like to do this time of the year, or to walk about or drive about, is just to contemplate the bounty of the earth and how grand it is. And indeed, for a long, long time, uh, the pagan religions and also the Christians in our way, and the Jews before us too, we have harvest festivals because we understand how important the harvest is. It's a sign of bounty and generosity of the gods, or in our case, the God. And without it, you don't eat, so it's supremely important to thank God for the harvest that we have. So the harvest time of the year is sacred in its own way, and to watch these machines at work is to watch them bring in the harvest. I mean, there they move down the rows, and within a matter of minutes, they're pulling in thousands and thousands and thousands of little seeds, all to feed the world. To feed cattle, too, but it all feeds the world in some way, shape, or form, right? So this is the harvest. I mention this because I think it's not a bad image to understand why the church has this feast in the calendar every year without fail. Every 1st of November, the entire Catholic world pauses, no matter what day of the week it lands on, to marvel at the harvest. That's what this is. What are the saints? The saints are those who God has harvested, who have made it to the end, who are safe with God in the, the, the granary of heaven, if I can use that image to continue on with the theme here. They have won the race. They have fought the fight. They have overcome the struggles. They have made it all the way to the end. And what has God done? He has harvested thousands and thousands and thousands and brought them into his own heavenly home from every nation and race and language and tongue, a great multitude, as our first reading says so beautifully. So All Saints Day is a little bit like me at the edge of the field in November around here. It's the church stepping back and marveling at the harvest across so many centuries, across so many places, so many times, so many languages, so many peoples. We, we just have to take in what God has done and rejoice at the harvest of heaven. The saints are the fruits of God's grace, harvested, if you will. So that's our vantage point for this feast day tonight.
to look out at the edge of the field of history and see God bringing in the harvest of the saints. Now, this is cool for lots of reasons. I mean, I suppose, if one thinks about it for a second, as interesting as that is, there is a reason to marvel even more, I guess, at the harvest of the saints as opposed to the uh, bean fields or the corn fields or the wheat fields or whatever fields, right? Because at least in the case of, of a plant, we could say this about corn or anything we put in the ground, it has a, a will that only knows how to grow into itself. If I put a seed in the ground with the right conditions, the right you know, wind and rain and whatnot, it, it might face the opposition of weather or climate change, or bugs, or storms, or whatever, but on its own, it's not going to mess itself up. A field will grow to its natural completion, to its natural end. It's supposed to grow and produce a whole bunch of itself. That's the point. Not so with people. Not so with people, because unlike a corn plant, I and you, we have a will, and we are fiercely dependent little creatures. And we fight our maker and our grower every step of the way, resistant little creatures that we are. So to think about All Saints Day as a harvest day is to marvel at the fact that God has managed to get any of us into heaven at all. What an act of wonder on his part. I mean, think about it for a second. I mean, let's just say, uh, maybe back in July now, not November, not now, but months ago, we walked to the edge of the cornfield, see the corn, you know, so high in July, and as we watch, we begin to realize something interesting. Let's say maybe this row over here uproots itself and moves to another row just in front of you. And these ones over here decide they're going to turn themselves into potatoes and those into squash and those into beans. And these over here decide they're going to cut off themselves and stop producing and stop being fertile and have no more offspring. And these ones over here, this row, sort of begins to fight against that row and a war breaks out. And before long, half the field's dead through a civil war. If you were watching the cornfield, you'd say, stop. What are you doing? This is not what you're for. This is not in your nature. I didn't plant you for this. You're not meant for this. You're not raised for this. You're supposed to grow to your natural end, and you're messing it all up. We would be astonished at something like that. I think that from that perspective, one understands how God, I think, often looks at the human race from the beginning of fallen history, from the beginning of the tragedy of Eden. I mean, he has watched us do this very thing. We are people who will uproot ourselves, who try and change our nature, who go against our end, who transgress the moral law, violate the commandments, who make war on each other constantly, who make war on our own offspring, who make ourselves infertile, who do all sorts of things that go completely against our nature. And that God, much like us watching the mystical theoretical cornfield in July, like I described, looks at us and says, what are you doing? I didn't make you for this. This is not in your nature. This is not according to your end. I, I, I put you on this earth. I planted you in the rich soil of this world to grow into something beautiful and perfect to your natural end, and you're fighting me all along the way and hurting each other in the process. This is not what you are for. You're for the harvest and you're going against your nature. This is how God looks at the world, I think, a lot of the time. Knowing that, therefore, the church, every single 1st of November, for about a thousand or so years now, it's landed around this date, has to step back and marvel at the harvest for a couple of, I think, important reasons. One, on this feast day, 
is a chance for us all to resolve to understand how serious sin is. It really is a violation of our created natural purpose. It goes against our nature, and All Saints Day is a time when the faithful renew the resolve to be saints, to grow into our perfect end, and not to fight our Maker, but to walk with Him, and to walk in the pathway, the rose, if you will, of the commandments, and to grow tall and strong in His grace, and to be fed by His sacraments, and by His Word, and by prayer, and by the Church. So All Saints Day says, like the second reading suggests, if we want to go to our natural end, we make ourselves pure as He is pure to be children of God the Most High. So every first November, the church says, I want to be a saint. And I take seriously the battle against things that are against my nature. One. Two, knowing how resistive we really are, then All Saints Day is a tremendous day to marvel at what God has done. Because think about that. To get any of us into heaven is a miracle. Anybody can grow corn. But growing a saint, that is impressive. To take our feeble, wayward wills and somehow, through the way that only God can do, through his grace and power, work with us in such a way over so many twists and turns of life and decisions that when it's all over with, in his mercy, washed clean, he can welcome us into the fullness of heaven as a perfected creature in spite of all of our attempts to mess it up. What a wondrous thing is a saint. It's the greatest creation ever. Mountains and trees and fields are nothing next to the miracle of God perfecting any one of us in our fallen world. So we step back on All Saints Day and resolve not only to fight against sin, but also to praise our Maker and say, what a wondrous thing. Our God is a wondrous God. And what a harvest. What a harvest. In spite of all the odds, he has brought in a tremendous, bountiful harvest. The theology of this feast day says we know for sure with conviction that heaven is full of saints. It renews our understanding that it really is possible. It really is possible. What a great, beautiful harvest. So that's our feast day. What a great day. We step back, like me surveying the fields in November in Wisconsin and marveling at the gold in front of us that's about to become the bounty of this fall's harvest. All saints day is when we step back and marvel at what God has done. God is marvelous in the saints. He is wondrous in his deeds. He's wondrous in his power. He's marvelous in the harvest of heaven. And because of that, we're resolved always to fight against all that's against our nature, to walk always in his pathways, and to become every day, each day, more and more his sons and his daughters, his children, so we can grow up to be in his sight and full of grace, saints for the harvest.